This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. What is going on, good people? Welcome to 2022 Fantasy Football. No, this isn't 2021 content anymore, any longer. Sure, I'll support the Week 18 people. You guys need to change a few things in your league. Your commissioner needs to change a few things in your league. Don't play Week 18. I'll support you. There'll be content this week for it. Don't worry. But for the most part, we're 2022 bound. And tonight, we're breaking down the top six overall players. Talking about who's number one, who's number two, Who's number three, four, five, six? Did Najee lock a top three or four overall spot in for you after tonight's 180-yard and a touchdown performance? He was kind of left for dead, it felt like, the last couple weeks. If Najee had come out and had a bad game, everyone in here would have probably had him a little lower. And, and for good reason. You'd be a little skeptical. What's going on? Big Ben's gone. Even with Big Ben there, he was struggling. So Najee having a big week 17 was huge for his 2022 per- perspective value. So we're breaking down all the players you see here and more. Talking about why Christian McCaffrey shouldn't be anywhere near your top six overall. Talking about, about why Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase both, both belong in consideration for your top Four, top three to, to seven overall. You are not crazy to take both wide receivers and Justin Jefferson. Where's JJ? Where's JJ, Smitty? JJ, Chase, and Cooper Cup, all worth considering in the top six, seven, eight overall. They are. You can make arguments for it. First of all, I want to say thank you all for making 2021 a fantastic year. We hit 10K, as you can see right above my head right here. We're at almost 10.2K already. We had a phenomenal year in 2021. 2022 is going to be off the hook, and it's because of all you. So I first want to say thank you to everybody who makes this show popular and has it fast growing, and and everybody you're telling about the show Spreading the word is the best thing you can do for the content, for you, for the the growth of the show. I promise you as we get bigger, uh, things will get better and better and better. So let's break it down. It's going to be controversial. Some of you are going to want Cooper Cup 3. Some of them you'll want them, you'll want them 7. Some of you are going to say Jamar Chase doesn't belong in the top 6. Smitty, are you out of your mind? And some of you are going to say, let's, let's, get, let's get burrowed up in here let's start it off with a burrow people are getting burrowed left and right and people are gonna remember it not everybody it's not for everybody jamar chasing your top six isn't for everybody i'm not gonna sit here and say you have to have it you have to have it i'm not gonna say that it's needed i'm not gonna call it necessary i'm not gonna say that even Cooper Cup in your top four or five is necessary. Maybe you're still a running back, running back hungry type of drafter, but your boy Smitty might be leaning wide receiver, wide receiver more than most analysts walking into the early part of 2022. And I reserve the right to change my mind. I reserve the right to explore in mock drafting and information gathering and, and ranking and, and doing shows here, shows there, YouTube shows, 
Instagram shows, mock drafts, talking about uh, this stuff constantly. I evolve. I change my thinking. I notice certain patterns. I think about, oh, well, this player is going to actually pop off. Oh, no. Now I'm worried about Big Ben. Now what's going to happen? Does A-Rod land in, in Pittsburgh? Do we predict A-Rod to land in Pitts Pittsburgh? Will A-Rod retire? No, A-Rod's not returning to Green Bay. But where does A-Rod go? Where does Russell Wilson go? If Wilson's in Pittsburgh, if A-Rod's in Pittsburgh, Najee Harris to the moon. Let me tell you one thing right now. You may have doubted Najee Harris a little bit. Everybody was worried about him, okay? 180-yard game, touchdown. No one's worried again. No one's worried again. They're back to thinking top three, top four pick lock. We did a mock draft last night, and I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out. We did a mock draft last night. Najee Harris fell to eight or nine overall. And it's understandable. I think it was way too far. But it was understandable if we did a mock draft again tonight, he would go in the top three. And I'm not I'm not saying people in general are fickle to that kind of information like, hey, 180 yards touchdown, what do you think now? But we're all human beings. We're all reactive. And if you thought you are going to get away with getting Najee Harris at 5, 6, 7 overall because of his slow finish to the 2021 fantasy football season, you got another thing coming. This man's now locked back into the top three. That's what happens in fantasy football. I'm not saying it's not warranted. I'm not saying the reaction isn't warranted. I think people shouldn't have knocked him out of the top five just because he had a slow finish. And, and if I have to predict something here, if I have to predict something here, Denver, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh, three places we truly believe some quarterbacks are going to land, right? Out of all these locations, the number one place that I think is guaranteed, almost, nothing's guaranteed, almost guaranteed to land either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or, or another quarterback that we're not even talking about, if there's one location guaranteed, almost guaranteed, to get A-Rod or Wilson or equivalent, it is Pittsburgh, Okay. Coaching. Who doesn't want to go play for Tomlin? Who doesn't want to go play for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Deontay Johnson, Claypool, Fryermuth. You got Najee Harris, a defense. This team is built to win if they have the right quarterback in place. Ben Roethlisberger is not that quarterback anymore. He can't win the game anymore. He can barely help keep them afloat. It's kind of like Jimmy G in San Francisco. All this talent, but a limited quarterback that holds the offense back to where it's got some of the best talent in the league, if not arguably one or two overall in terms of potency potential for the all the players involved, and yet the offense doesn't rank in the top one or two or three. That's, that's San Francisco. Debo, one, two, or three overall wide receiver. Kittle, one, two, uh, tight end in the league. Mitchell in the run game. Top 5 to 10. Like, this San Francisco offense should be 1 or 2 overall. They're not. Now, they're not horrible, but they're not where they should be. They're held back by Jimmy G. Now, Trey Lance is going to open it all up. And it, as long as Shanahan doesn't screw up, which he he's leaning toward doing again, because Shanahan wants Jimmy G in there, this same thing is going to happen in, in Pittsburgh. Deontay's going to be elevated. Claypool is going to be elevated. Fryermuth is going to become a top five tight end lock. And Najee Harris will be 
the number one, number two, or at least number three running back in fantasy football 2022 and beyond for a little while. Running backs don't have a 10-year shelf life, but two, three, four years, Najee Harris is locked inside the top three overall running backs go forward and and it, it's it's not even close for me like he is locked in there he is locked in there give me another running back that feels more aside from JT that feels more locked in than Najee Harris for the for the long haul there is no running back it's JT it's Najee and then you start contemplating guys like Henry who got hurt and who have mileage through the roof um you start talking about other guys that that have questionable situations will Kamara keep getting banged up will Kamara's situation improve will he be utilized we couldn't even trust him this past couple weeks we don't know what's going on then you got uh you got Dalvin Cook who's facing potential offseason troubles maybe we don't really know he's always getting banged up uh you have the handcuffs so he's kind of a safe grab but Najee Harris stand alone and for the future. Cook, maybe 2022, sure. But if we're talking 2022 and beyond, it's a different conversation. 2022 and beyond, Najee's very different than Dalvin Cook even cuffed to Madison. It, it, it's not even close if it's dynasty talk. If we're talking 2022 only, yeah, Cook and Madison have an argument to be made. An argument can be made for them at the same level as Najee, not over Najee. Let me make something abundantly clear. Everyone in here watching that is skeptical a little bit of Najee Harris. His situation, Smitty, I like him if he gets a court. Look, we're not in the game of if or what do we do? We'll react when something happens. Look, I'm here for one reason and one reason alone, to try and get as ahead of the curve as I can Try and figure out what's going on downstream and report back to you guys waiting right behind me as I sacrifice myself ahead of the curve, taking the hits, taking the beating, taking the ridicule. And then once the coast is clear, I'll signal you all up. You come running around and we, we reap the benefits. That's what I'm here for. That's my sole purpose. I work for you. I work for you. And I'm out there right now telling you, the, the sense that I get, there is almost almost a 0% chance Pittsburgh doesn't land one of the top quarterback options being Russell, you know, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers because it's such an attractive place to go if you're that signal caller. If you're Russell Wilson, this team's ready to rumble. If you're Aaron Rodgers, this team is ready to rumble. Let's not talk about, we'll rank... Najee Harris, number two overall, Smitty, when they have a quarterback. I'm so tired of seeing that. I rank so-and-so here if they get a quarterback, and then I rank them here if they don't get a quarterback. We have to make predictions. We don't have the luxury of, of maybe drafting. I'm going to put this player on layaway, and, and maybe if things pan out, I'll, I'll pay the full price once that, that quarterback lands on roster. We have to make assumptions now. I'm telling you right now, start planning for Najee Harris to have A-Rod. Start planning for Najee Harris to have Russell Wilson. Start planning for A-Rod or Wilson 
or near-equivalent quarterback to be in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform. The pathway's been open. The landing spot is plentiful and inviting, and a quarterback would be out of their mind not to consider Pittsburgh the number one stop. The number one stop in 2022. If you want a Super Bowl, if you want a winning team, you want a great coach, you want to play for an organization that's going to appreciate you, there is just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So Najee Harris, to me, Najee Harris, to me, is the number two or number two, locked in number two overall player. JT's one. Let's break it down in a second. We have a super chat from Daniel. We have a few uh, uh, shout outs to to give in terms of championships. Let's talk a little bit of that real quick. Then we're going to jump right into the rankings. Daniel with the super chat says, one, my league, Smitty, your advice to start Daryl was the was clutch. Thank you, my brother. Uh, super excited for 2022 and beyond. Get on over to Sleeper U, bro, if you haven't already. Want bold year-round rankings, trade calculators, and bold predictions? Get on over to Sleeper U.com. Get your Sleeper U.com membership and start getting into 2022 because... I'm already ramped up and ready to go. I've got the rookie running back rankings article up. Ten, The top 10 rookie running backs heading into 2022. The rookies, who's number one, who's number two. Game footage attached to each profile. Uh, a write-up, uh, height, weight, photograph, everything. Just completely laid out for you. Ready to rumble. Top 10 rookie running backs on sleeperu.com. Rankings are, are updated and ready to rumble. Najee Harris won fantasy championships left and right. Daniel, thank you for the super chat. Jacob won his league. Uh, Najee's last TD won my championship. Good job, pal. Testify, Smitty. Come on now. Thumbs up. Appreciate you, pal. I believe in Najee. I believe in Najee since one month before the draft, regardless of who people were saying. Gotcha, pal. Um, I just won my league due to Najee. <clears throat> Free Trey Lance says uh, Mark Cleveland. We don't know if he's going to. I believe in you, Smitty. I believe in Harris. This is the way, says Rico. Najee is the Najee is the Keenan. Running backs, very safe, no explosion. What? Najee is the Keenan of running backs. Very safe, no explosion. No explosion. Najee Harris... Austin, I, I, you're my boy. I'm not. I'm not trying to go at you, but Najee Harris just dropped 180 yards and a touchdown, bro. He's a. He's the definition of explosion. He's a definition of of a multi-purpose utility knife that can that can do Alvin Kamara like things, but also have a JT type game. He just dropped a monster stiff arm that rivaled any stiff arm that that Chubb can can throw out there, and they both had an awesome stiff arm in this game. Showing the power of these two guys. And, and on top of that, Austin, again, not trying to go at you. Just going at the, the argument because there are a lot of naysayers for Najee. And I don't understand why. I think because people didn't own him and they're just against him or something. I don't understand that the, there's a lot of hate and shade going on with Najee Harris. Which is why my rant was so long. Which is why we're, how many minutes in? 15 minutes in and I'm still talking about Najee Harris. 15 straight minutes is because there's a lot of shade. I think unnecessarily... And it's not appropriate shade to throw on Najee Harris when he's got all the intangibles. And 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 Austin, 
what a lot of people are going to say about Najee Harris the moment that A-Rod lands there or Russell Wilson or whatever, when he's a 15 TD guaranteed locked and loaded running back, people are going to say it's because of the situation. It's because of the quarterback. Well, you know what? Whether that's the case or not, it doesn't matter. We're identifying Najee Harris as situation and player and talent all in, a, all in one. We don't have the luxury or the need or the desire or the care to even worry about situation versus talent. And, oh, if this player didn't have that situation, like, I don't care. We're judging Najee for who he is, where he is, and what he's about to uh, experience at the quarterback position here in just a few months, bro. Like, Najee Harris is going to be the safest running back outside of JT far and away. Far and away. Uh, I don't think I missed any other super chats. Mark Cleveland dropping a, a super chat. Mark, thank you, pal. Appreciate you all year long. Smitty, I got week two of the championship coming up. Oh, why you play in week 18, Mark? Eckler, Jacobs, Lamb, Debo, Deontay, Kelsey. I started Lance last week, and I'm five points behind. Does all three guys uh, got something to play for? Uh, Mark, I wish I had all the answers to these questions right now. We'll work on it on the text line. We don't really fully know who might be limited who might not be limited? We know that the, the Cowboys are going to play their guys. Um, I'll have more information on that as news funnels in. I'll be making some major guesses and blowing a lot of smoke uh, up the rear end there, Mark, right now without having all the information at my fingertips. That's why week 18 is not a good week to play. It's a, it's a brutal mistake for a league to play week 18 because it almost doesn't matter. It almost is, is just pure, like, fantasy football, you could call, like, 40% luck. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't subscribe to the 60 and 70% and 50% luck. Look, you win, if you win a lot, you win a lot. It doesn't matter. L luck will help you win all your leagues or lose, you know, 30% of them or whatever. But it takes skill. It takes preparation. It takes good management to win leagues consistently. I don't, I do not prescribe to the... X percentage of luck. Like, there is luck to it. There's luck to it. When you play week 18, you're shifting, like, that 30%, 25% luck of not facing an injury or whatever. You're, 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 you're swapping the percentages to about 70% luck. Because you could have the best player in the world that just may not play. And you might have players like A-Rod and... Devontae Adams, and maybe they don't play full games. Maybe maybe they don't play at all. Maybe they play the entire game. We just don't know. Um, so, Mark, I will get with you on trying to figure out the best lineup for your situation. But next year, you guys got to make a change. You got to make a, ch a change. Um, Najee is the Keenan. Again, I don't agree with that, but I appreciate you, pal. Okay. So, let's get to it. Um, Jonathan Taylor is the 1.01, no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't want to hear any arguments. Um, I mean, I do want to hear arguments. If anybody's got an argument, make it like, like you could put, you could put Najee Harris here. I suppose I, there's an argument to be made. But Taylor is the safest 1.1 you can come across 
it's it's kind of reckless to not have Taylor one. Um, does anybody want to make an argument that 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 uh, the JT's two and not one? Drop it in, and I'll drop it on screen. But be prepared to get bombarded with no, no. Not making you take a lap because Najee's that good. But Taylor is the man. The man with the plan. And let me go ahead and uh, copy this and paste this. So Najee Harris is going to be my far and away. Now, I, I'm asking your opinions, but these will be my rankings. So I will, I will hear you out. We will bring your arguments to the forefront. But these will be Senior Smitty's top six overall player rankings not anything else so speak your mind but Najee Harris locked and loaded number two overall player it's not even close I love Jamar Chase I love Cooper Cup I'm definitely considering other options here at three and four but not at two not at two three and four are gonna get tough one is not tough two is not tough it's one JT, it's two Harris. You can make arguments, but now Derek Henry. I I don't have Henry. I don't have Henry as high as a lot of you are gonna have him. And you know my reasoning because my reasoning is why I didn't believe he would stay healthy all last year. But I will say this year I'm gonna take a, a slightly different approach. I'm gonna take a smarter approach when it comes to Derrick Henry, ranking him, talking about him, preparing you guys. Because last year, if I dropped the ball at all, because I did say Derrick Henry would get hurt by double-digit weeks, I did say to trade him if you have him before double-digit weeks. Anybody that listened to that advice cleaned up, made out like a bandit. My downfall on the Derrick Henry advice last year, because I I, I hit it right, was that we, we should have drafted him and then traded him you know, by week six, seven, eight, nine, a safe place to trade him. Because even in every piece of content you find where I say, Henry's going to get hurt, Henry's going to get hurt, there's no way he can withstand the abuse he's taking at 30 carries a game after a 400 and a 300 and a 2,000-yard season. There's just no way. And I still believe that is the same thing. The same exact thing is going to happen to Derrick Henry in 2022 if they feed him the ball 27 times a game which they have to do to get the production that warrants the value where, you know, we'd all pay it drafting Henry three, four or five. Um, but I'm going to say this, I'm going to say drafting Henry in the three to six range. Isn't crazy at all. As long as your plan and objective is to trade him before you even get to like week eight. And if you plan to roll with them through week eight, you were, you were playing with the same kind of fire you played with if you held on to Henry and then walked into his injury and and had a you know had an unraveling of your season. You know Henry was Henry was fire and in every place where I said avoid him last year, I said he's gonna go he's gonna go off in the beginning of the year. 100, 200 yard you know one hundred fifty yard game three touchdowns like he's gonna have those big games. So the downfall was we should have drafted him pretty much in all those scenarios and then just had the objective to trade him. Trading him would not have been hard, you know, because of how good that we thought he would do and that he did. Um, so I'm not opposed to drafting Henry in the top five or six this year, but he's not going to rank as high as a lot of people are going to expect me to rank him right here. And my word about Najee was overworked this year. 
Not too much because he's young. That was his first year. A couple years of that kind of abuse, yes. You know, Christian McCaffrey's perfect a perfect example of not a ton of years, but once you get two, three seasons in a row of that usage that makes you a number one or number two or number three overall fantasy pick, because it takes a lot of volume to have you getting uh, that, you know, overworked. It takes a lot of volume to get overworked. It takes a lot of volume to be a number one or number two, number three overall fantasy football player. So it goes hand in hand. Overusage being a top three pick hand in hand. Harris was overused. He was. But he's young. I'm not too worried about it for this year. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, I'm going to say number... This is tough. Number three. It's going to be a little controversial. And I would definitely try and land him later if you can. You've got to understand that part of this is me trying to explain to you where these guys' values will be. And part of it is, hey, if they don't hold this value, don't take them this high. Obviously, if you can get chase number seven or number six, I'm telling you to take chase number seven or number six. I'm not telling you to take chase number three if you don't have to. But Jamar Chase is my number three overall player. Jamar Chase is going to continue to do what he just did. Guys, you don't trip and fall into the rookie season that Jamar Chase had or Justin Jefferson had. Uh, There's a reason Justin Jefferson was so easy to spot in terms of being a breakout wide receiver and a future top two or three overall wide receiver is because you don't trip and fall into a rookie season like both of these guys had. Um, Absolutely. So, Ali, you you can go ahead and, and, and laugh, bro, but... Ex- explain your, your thinking. Explain why that's funny to you, pal. Because this was funny the whole season, talking about Jamar Chase. Everything I wrote on Jamar Chase, it got a lot of support. But there were a lot of, of, of hey, that's way too high. Hey, that's crazy. Tell me one good reason why this is worth three laughing emojis, alley-oop. Give me one reason why this is worth three la- Not just one laughing emoji, you literally put three alley-oop. Explain yourself. You've got the stage, bro. I'll drag your question up on screen. Go ahead. Okay. Um, let's see here. Jamar Chase is a joke. How, Gus? How, how is it a joke? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me. Dude, dude had... The best rookie season you could possibly have. He has Joe Burrow throwing him the football. He will only get better. Jamar Chase, the sky's the limit for him. He has the potential to have that Randy Moss type season next year. This is not a joke. Not to mention, I don't know if you heard me explain. I don't know if you heard me explain that you don't have to take these guys at these levels if you don't see them going there ADP wise. That part I explained right beforehand. Um, cup, cup would probably be, Cup would probably be next. Uh, cup or Justin Jefferson, probably say Cup uh, right now. Henry's coming up. Don't worry. I know some of you are like, "Where's Henry? Where's my boy Henry?" That's what you're saying to yourself. Uh, let me get the right color here. I'm trying to color coordinate this a little bit 
so it matches team colors. We'll go Cooper Cup right here. Uh, Chase is a monster. Absolutely. Sean knows what time it is. Smitty, he failed so many weeks. He lost people leagues. I don't know, Gary, what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> but any league I've got Jamar Chase in, uh, call it a championship, pal. I agree Jamar will only get better. Thank you, Rockout. Rockout says AB cost me the, the chip. Uh, Deontay Johnson was six points short of a, of a win. Shaking my head if I lose to a be, uh, the better player, I can take it. But when AB leaves, it's hard to swallow. I feel you, pal. Okay. I mean, that that's this is the funniest thing. <laughs> like, it, first of all, when I did the Joe Burrow video, the Joe Burrow will be a top three quarterback in 2022. When I dropped that video, there's a lot of pushback. I was really shocked at the pushback that that video got. And then after this week, I'm not hearing anything. I'm not. I'm hearing crickets on the negativity toward the Joe Burrow video. So we'll see. Well, I'm actually shocked a little bit by the pushback on Jamar Chase number three. I'm actually quite shocked. I'm actually quite shocked there aren't at least like 60% of the people in here liking this ranking. It's kind of crazy. Um, next up, so we got Cooper Cup, Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. Josh Allen's number one. Um, he's my number one all year. Joe Burrow is on that two, three, four overall verge, bro. Easily. And you wouldn't be crazy to have Joe Burrow number two overall. I have him at two, three. I think Joe Burrow is going to st start being that. <coughs> Sorry. I've been talking all night. I was on Instagram for like two total hours. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Bur Burrow is ready. He's ready. Okay, number five. Well, you know what? If you don't like the rankings, Aliyup and Gary, you don't have to be here. You don't have to be here. If these rankings bother you so much, you don't have to watch. Okay? I'll just tell you that. If, if, if everything I'm putting on screen bothers you so much, you don't have to be here. No one's forcing you to watch. Nigel says, I would hate to have the three to six pick. I'd be forced to take him, but I think I could, he could follow the late round one this year. I'm hoping to have a nine to 12 pick. I'm all about trading down, which will be a future video. So don't worry about it. Okay. Next one. So we got two wide receivers in the top four, which is going to look crazy to a lot of people. But that's that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Um, I mean, part of me wants to put Dalvin Cook here. Part of me wants to put a running back here. Part of me wants to force a running back here. But I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if it's going to be Cook. I know a lot of you want Henry here. Javante would be here if we had more clarity on the situation. But... And then Cook having such a bad game. Let's put let's put all the players that we're considering on screen here. And then we'll move them around. So we got Cook. Uh, let's see here. Cook. So Dalvin Cook. We have Jefferson. We have Derrick Henry. Put Henry on screen here. We have... So we got Jefferson. We've got Cook. We've got Henry. I suppose um, Eckler is somebody that a lot of you might consider. Kelsey's way too early, especially... I mean... There was a string of games there where everybody was worried as, as, as can be about him. And... He's going to drop off. I'll put him on screen, but he's not going to be in my top six. He's just not. I mean, that's that's way too early to be drafting a tight end. Especially with guys like Fryermuth. Adams is not a guy I'm considering in my top six, bro, because A-Rod's going to be gone. A-Rod's going to be gone. Eckler I could consider. I still think he, he might be a little bit more of an injury concern than people are letting on because he's always hurt. Okay, so we got Eckler. Um, we'll put Javante on screen just so we can talk about all these players. Javante. Anybody else you guys want on screen to discuss at least? Uh, Tyreek Hill, he's really inconsistent to be drafting at six, but I can understand somebody wanting him there. Kamara, I get it if someone wants to talk about him. I think this is it. I think this is it. Now, what's so funny about the pushback, though? on Chase being three is that are you really arguing like if Chase were here and Henry were here and let's say Cook were here and Cup were here that might look more like ADP is going to look and and I, I kind of said that at the beginning that when you walk in this is this is pro you're probably going to see something different than when I put therefore Use it to your advantage. That's the first thing I said. But then Gary and Al Yub start talking about how it's crazy. Not even understanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Gary says, I get Henry at five. I'm laughing to the bank. Henry easily could go three. Gary, you're not listening to what I'm saying. ADP is going to look more like this, Gary. Pay attention. ADP is going to look like this. I'm telling you my ranking, Gary. I'm telling you my ranking. I'm saying this is my ranking. And how is it crazy when Cup and Chase easily walk out of 2021 earning this value? My point is you take that and you you uh, you use it to your advantage. Cook Henry, I could go either way here. Jefferson, this is almost a tie for me. Cook and Henry, I could go either way on this one. I think Jefferson's about right at 6'7". I think Javante's a little early until we know what exactly is going on in Denver. I don't want to overrank him. I'm very excited. He has top 5 to 10 running back potential. Kelsey, it's just too early. I don't draft a tight end in round 2. 
Um, so for me to draft Kelsey in the top six would be against everything that I, I preach in the offseason. Eckler's worth considering, but this is it. Like, there's not a whole lot of uh, of other of other names that you could even consider right here. To think that jostling this around a little bit is crazy is the crazy thing. That is that is so head scratching to me that if someone's got Cup at six or seven versus four, it's crazy to you. Or Henry at five or six instead of three, or Henry at three instead of five or six is crazy. This is the top seven, eight. Overall, it's just a matter of how you see them differently and what order you put them in. Not to mention what I'm trying to preach here is you have to use your you have to use your ranking to your advantage if you run into a situation where ADPs paint a whole different picture. Am I asking anybody to go in and draft Chase number three? I said it like ten times already that if you draft Chase three, you're probably reaching. He's my number three overall player, though. He's the player I want most after Harrison Jonathan Taylor. ADP will probably put him around here. But don't be shocked if we come back to this, this video and we see Jamar Chase being ranked right, right around here in the coming weeks. What happens if Jamar Chase tears up the playoffs? What happens if the Bengals go to the Super Bowl? What happens if the Bengals at least win two playoff games? And Jamar Chase looks like a beast. Will we come back to this video and talk about how Jamar Chase is locked into the three or four spot? Or are we still going to be laughing, Gary and, and Aliyup, that Chase at three is ridiculous? Because you tell me. You tell me how anything in here is ridiculous aside from JT being one and Harris being two. How anybody can have a problem with Chase at three or six. Or Jefferson at three or six, or cup at four, or cook at five, or cook at two or three. It's it's crazy to debate this in a way that like someone else's rankings are off base. I I respect anybody's rankings that are jostled around differently than this. Eckler's right here. I'd say Eckler is in that range right below. You know, like they're gonna be right there. You put Tyreek Hill, even though he's inconsistent and getting older, he's still capable in 2022. We're not talking about dynasty yet. In this conversation. Um, so Hill's right there. Um, Debo. I, too early for Debo. He had a great year. But he's injury prone. Adams isn't going to have A-Rob. Uh, Nick Chubb is injury prone to me. To be putting him near the top six. Do I have him at like the bookend turn pick? Sure. I could be okay with that. There really isn't anybody that I feel like. Is worthy of being talked about here. Other than maybe. We could throw Camara back into the mix here. And that's it. That's it. I don't think Chubb is, is going to be high enough to be in this top six conversation, for, in my opinion. So he, these guys just missed the cut. Kamara, Eckler, Javante Hill, um, A.J. Brown. Too, too, I'm too worried about injuries for him. ETN's way too too early for this conversation, bro. Mixing around the turn, like the, the first and second round turn. Um Is Fournette a first-round pick? Not even close, bro. I like Fournette, but he's hard to trust as a top 10, top 12 overall pick. Like, you be you draft Fournette with your first drafted player draft slot, bro, you're going to be playing from behind the whole year. You're going to be trying to catch up. Your, your team's going to look really, really weak walking out of the draft if you use your first-round pick on, on Leonard Fournette. Not saying he's not going to play well, 
CMC. I don't know. I suppose the turn. I suppose the turn somewhere in this group here. You could argue CMC. Um, Kelsey in the second round. I don't have Kelsey in the in the top eight to top nine consideration. Uh, CMC, a lot of you will potentially draft him in that turn. I'm going to put him over here. I don't want him. I don't want him in my top 12. Uh, Swift, I feel like Swift's got to prove he can stay healthy. Um, Fournette, I'm not saying I don't like Fournette Bowl's life. I'm just saying it's not a it's not a good look drafting Fournette in the first round as your first draft. I mean, imagine your team, bro. Imagine your team. You got Fournette round one. Uh, you take who? DK in round two. <laughs> like, What kind of team is that? And number, number one player is Fournette? No, bro. Can't do that. Can't do that. Kelsey's getting too old. I'm going to put Kelsey up here because a lot of you keep mentioning him, and I know you guys want to talk about him in this conversation. So rather than take him off the board, I should have just left him and put him in the corner with CMC. I rank him ahead of CMC, but he's he's not in the debate right here for this top six overall. Um, Diggs not quite there. Uh, I like Diggs a lot, but Diggs is definitely on, on the side here. He's not in the conversation. Uh, quite like Kamara, Eckler, Hill, and Javante are. These guys are in the conversation. They're outside of the ranking. They're in the conversation. Uh, Big Dog won a championship. We got a lot of champions in this group. A lot of you won the championship tonight, and I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Good job. Where does Fournette go? Not in round one at all, and you, you gotta you gotta go off the offseason news, the draft. You can't draft Leonard Fournette in round two even until you at least get out of the NFL draft without any competition getting drafted onto that Tampa Bay roster, bro. You can't go near Fournette as a top twenty-four overall player, or you're playing with fire until you walk out and uh, of the NFL draft and know what you're looking at. So, right now, not even second round, bro. But could he climb into the late second? I mean, I suppose. I don't think I'm taking him that high. That's a high draft pick for Leonard Fournette, who's failed uh, multiple times. Joe Burrow tore his ACL in his rookie year. Bengals are a Burrow re-injury away from going mediocre. That's why I wouldn't draft Chase so high, especially if that line doesn't improve. Does the line look like it's not improving, Scooby? I mean, it, it definitely is, is improving bad. In fact, I think the Bengals, the Bengals either get, the Bengals either get one win away from the, the, the Super Bowl, or they could they could they they could sneak in. They're they're playing out of their minds, guys. The Bengals, I had the Bengals winning the division in the offseason, and it got laughed at. The same thing that that Ali Oop and Gary are saying to me now with my Jamar Chase ranking, which I believe is completely warranted. Which is crazy that there's that much pushback. I'll just be honest. I'm a, I'm a little shocked there's so much pushback on Jamar Chase being ranked in my mind at three. ADP used to our advantage. We take Chase later. Again, can't stress that enough. When you're talking about rankings, you don't draft based on your rankings. You draft based on your rankings incorporating ADP data. If you rank Jamar Chase three but is ADP seven, you are making a grave mistake to draft him double the ADP value. So you have to know that. But man, I mean, the the Bengals, I got ripped to shreds on that Bengals winning the division. 
Oh, drafting, you have to draft Sewell. Drafting Jamar Chase is a mistake. This and that and the other. You'll see. You'll see, Smitty. You're going to look like a fool. The Bengals are on fire. They have a good rush defense, good front seven. Yeah, they're, they're, they have trouble against the pass, but they score a lot of points. They can hang with anybody. Will they win the Super Bowl? Will they beat the Packers? I believe the Packers would be the team they probably would face if the Bengals somehow do make it to the big dance. I don't know that they would win. I, don't, I just know that the Bengals are so undervalued, they're going to get so much better. And Joe, Joe Burrow is going to be top two to three in 2022 for all quarterbacks walking out of 2022 fantasy football scoring. Jamar Chase is going to be one to three for wide receiver scoring. And the number one wide receiver, the last time I checked people, is worthy of a top six pick. And Jamar Chase is something special. What Jamar Chase is brewing up is different. It's not just, okay, he's in a good situation. He's got a pretty good skill set. What Jamar Chase brings to the table, dare I say, is even different than Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson runs amazing routes. He's only going to get better. But this man doesn't have the quarterback consistency that Jamar Chase has. Okay, Jamar Chase is walking into the best quarterback situation you could walk into in fantasy football, in the NFL. His former college quarterback... Their rapport is is unmatched. That's why Jamar Chase is being talked about as the number one or number two or number three in most anybody's eyes. Even in people that don't, even with people that don't agree with my ranking, are gonna at least have Jamar Chase in the in the top three, which is why I feel, find it funny that it's even rubbing anybody the wrong way when it's that close. But even people that doubt Jamar a little bit are like, okay, Smitty, you're a little you're a little out of control here with Chase at three. And you're acting a little crazy. And this is the, what this is the way it is for me every offseason. This is the beginning of the offseason. We're already starting off with a bold, uncomfortable call of Jamar Chase being this valuable. Even though we'll use ADP to our advantage, I can't stress that enough. We're not taking Jamar Chase number three if we don't have to. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that, but I want to say it again for the people in the back or the people that just joined. So... Jamar Chase, three. Cup, four. Cook, Henry, five. Justin Jefferson, I would say, in the five to six range. That's my top six. That's my top six. Everybody's welcome to drop their own, and I'll throw it on screen. Uh, Debo, I would say the turn. I would say the turn. It's rubbing me the wrong way. Goodness, Gary. Gary, Gary, what, what, sometimes I wonder, Gary, why, why you even watch the show? It's rubbing me the wrong way because you weren't top three on Chase before the big game. How could, uh, how could another human being talk up Jamar Chase more than I've talked him up all year long? Answer me that, Gary. Maybe that's why it's rubbing me the wrong way. I don't know. I've literally talked this man up. To the extreme, as much as a human being could possibly talk up, and yet you're telling me I, I'm going off recency bias, and that I didn't predict him, Gary, to have a three TD game before the season ended. Did I not, Gary? Do, were you here? Can you at least acknowledge that I said multiple times? If you watch the show often, 
you know, and anybody in here can confirm, I said Jamar Chase would have a 3-TD, 180-yard game coming up before the season ended. Did I not say that, Gary? So tell me how, tell me how, tell me how, Gary. Tell me, please. How How am I using any recency bias or that I'm, I'm ranking it? It's crazy. This is madness. Who's next year's cup, Smitty? I got him in the fourth, fourth round this year. Uh, we'll get into that. Don't worry. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, I think I got a super here from Lewis. Did I get to this one? Cook is good, but ruined my fantasy. I mean, that's that's going to be what we're all going to struggle with, Lewis, right? Is do we trust Cook after he just crapped the bed? Big time in week 16. But Cousins was not in the game. Jefferson also crapped the bed. The entire offense crapped the bed. But it just goes to show, though, if Cousins were to go down, that offense can fall apart. So there is some risk. That That is why Jefferson ranks here below Cup and Jamar. Because Cup is in an unbelievable situation. Yeah, could, could Burrow go down like we're saying Cup could go, could go down? I mean, sure. But... Burrow is a whole different quarterback on a whole different level. And I don't use his ACL injury against him. He's bounced back phenomenally. And and that offensive line is not as bad as people make it out to be, number one. Uh, they brought a, a, a couple guys back, number one. They did address it, I agree, less than they should have in the draft. They had an opportunity to really crush the draft because so many offensive linemen fell in this very offensive skill position geared draft in 2021. Um, there were offensive linemen to be had left and right in the second round. So they made the right move drafting Jamar Chase. They should have did a little bit better job on the offensive line in the second round and, and with those picks. But Jamar Chase is better. And I said this, and, I, and the kind of pushback I'm getting on the Jamar Chase ranking right here, I got with drafting Jamar Chase to begin with. All I heard all offseason long was that Sewell was the pick. If you don't take Sewell, it's a mistake. You can't protect Burrow. You can't. You remember that? The, this is where the megaphone really got its birth, was when everybody kept saying, you have to protect Jamar Chase, Smitty. But you have to protect Jamar. That's where the megaphone was really born. And it got solidified into the show is because I had to come up with a voice in a way to pretend to be the person, the naysayer, against the drafting of Jamar Chase. That is really where the megaphone uh, got its uh, its its ring, if you will, is from that. But yeah, so Lewis, you're right. I mean, Dalvin Cook crapped a lot of beds this week. And we've got to ask ourselves, are we willing to take that chance in 2022? Um I don't blame you for being skeptical. That's why I kind of have Henry and Cook as like, like I could do this. I could, I could be fine with that. 